0: All right, Runners High family, welcome back. This is episode number nine of our What's Inside the Box podcast, a show on all things running related. This episode, we had the opportunity to sit and chat with Megan Christian of the Boston Athletics Association. Megan grew up on Long Island before she competed collegiately at Syracuse University. She has had a long and storied career on the roads thus far, with two top 10 finishes at the Chicago Marathon a 7th place finish at the U.S. Olympic Marathon Trials in 2016, running three marathons in 30 days to end an epic 2022 that was capped off by her running a personal best of 229 at CIM. Most recently, she competed at the U.S. Olympic Trials just two short weeks ago, where she inspired hundreds of thousands of fans while running seven months pregnant. Her and her fiancé, Matt, a New Jersey native and elite marathoner himself, are expecting their first child in April. Megan's run at the trials was awe-inspiring. I was fortunate enough to be a fan in the crowd that day, and the city was going absolutely nuts for Megan. We chatted about her inspiring 2024 Olympic marathon trials experience, her transition into marathoning, and much more. So I hope you enjoyed this chat as much as I did. So without further ado, Megan Krivchen of the Boston Athletics Association. Alrighty, runner side family we are here with the one and only megan christian uh megan thank you so much for joining us tonight
1: yeah thanks for having me on i'm excited to be here
0: yeah no we really appreciate you taking some time out of your, your busy schedule i know from work and you know training and uh all that life is kind of thrown at you at the moment so um but yeah let's let's dive right in so um you know we'll talk a little bit about your history and running and you know along with you know, accolades and accomplishments along the way. But, but, you know, let's start with current day. Um, You know, just a couple of weeks back, you inspired, you know, hundreds of thousands of of fans of the sport, um, you know, with your run at the uh, Olympic marathon trials at seven months pregnant. Um, So first off, congrats, you know, on the upcoming new addition to the fam.
1: Yeah, thank you. We're very excited.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, the trials experience was just, like, a whirlwind, like, everything that happened there. Like, I didn't intend on, like, the, like, such positive feedback and, like, the being the fan favorite, whatever it was. Like, to inspire so many people was, like, just, like, you know, my medal, you know, Um, just to have that and, like you know, really motivate, like, I mean, not just women, but like everyone, um, to, Mm -hmm. you know, show like what we're capable of and, you know, not be scared of like doing something, you know, that might push the limits a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, yeah, I fortunately had the opportunity to be down in Orlando, which was great. Um, we were at like the Hoka cheer section. So it was, I think like, Right around, it was in the little loop, and then I think we were around like maybe six miles and then 10 miles. I don't really know exactly how the course laid out. Watching a marathon as a fan was very challenging. It was a lot different than a track race, um, you know, where you actually can see the whole race. But I mean, there's a lot of excitement, um, you know, throughout the entire weekend. But I would think um, I'd argue that you probably gave uh, the most goosebumps to people and inspiration out there. Um Yeah, I guess, what was your kind of approach heading into the the weekend and and heading into the event?
1: Yeah, so, well, on top of that, like, I felt it, right? Like, so, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I felt that love and, like, that excitement from the fans. So that was, like, amazing. And I don't know if that, like, kept me going or what, but, like, you know, like, I ran much faster than I thought I would have, and, you know, it it was just so much fun. But, um, yeah, the thought going into it's, like, interesting. Like, there wasn't, like, this, like, beautiful training plan that like all right this is on the map like we're running Mm -hmm. the trials like and like how can we get there safely and efficiently and like you know make it worthwhile it Mm -hmm. kind of I wasn't sure if I was even doing it and honestly if like Matt wasn't racing I'm not sure Mm -hmm. I would have like made the trip so
2: sure sure
1: which I'm like obviously very glad like he he was racing and then I made the trip like I mean I would have made the trip to um watch him but um if we weren't together, I probably would probably be like, well, you know why? Sure. But um, yeah, so it started out as like, you know, the decision to like, you know, start a family and it was mm-hmm. kind of like, well, you know, I kind of felt like I was at a point in my career where I wasn't going to be in contention to make the team, like mm-hmm. no matter how much I trained, you know, like I'm working full time and I'm not really in a group setting. Like there's a lot to it that I was like, I could, I, I know I could train like really hard in Boston by myself, but like, I don't think it's enough with the level of of the playing field now to like Mm -hmm. be in contention for that top three. Like the goal probably would have been like top 15 or, you know, maybe top 10. But I was like, is that enough to like hold me back from like this next chapter in my life? Sure. So that's kind of where that was. And and yeah, at first it was like, I'm not gonna run the trials. (laughs) And then it turned into like, Logistically, do I need to like you know to to you know I qualified and to get some support from like USA Track and Field and whatever like do <laughs> I have to? But um, and then it turned into like I kind of want to you know so sure
2: yeah yeah um,
1: like it was like why shouldn't I like you know like people did it in 2020 like mm-hmm. you know I didn't quite understand it because I was like this race is to make an Olympic team it's not like <laughs> a, a party like that's how I was like in 2020 and like mm-hmm. even for this time around too I was like it's not about like me running pregnant, minute you know like yeah. so you know everyone who's there is being serious and then it turned into like well this is where I'm at of my life and I should get to experience it in some capacity and you know it's like my own like um, appreciation to the sport to like line up and like be like you know what like this is what I'm, I'm dealing with in present day and you know, I'm still a runner and I've still deserved to be on the starting line and we'll see what the day brings for me. So that's kind of where that went. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you look like, I mean, again, from a spectator's perspective and, you know, I've been following your career and journey ever since your time with uh, Stoughton Racing in upstate New York. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we had a Casual passing. Um, I think we supplied. I used to work for a nutrition company that we used to supply Stoughton with some nutrition way, way back in the day. Yeah, uh,
2: I just got like a
1: Facebook memory of like <laughs> I don't know if I can say it, like, but of like Pacific yeah. Health Labs, like, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. had like a memory like you know, twelve years ago. Of, like, yeah,
2: and it
0: that popped out. Yeah, that's yeah. really fun. Well, that then it was meant to be, right? Um, <laughs> But, uh, but no, just following you and your career and, um, and then seeing like, you just looked like you were having like the time of your life out there, you know, in terms of just enjoying it and soaking it in. Um, and like you said, like it may not be running your fastest, but just to be able to enjoy that experience and, and influence others is is huge. Um, you know, I mean, I guess kind of taking a little bit of a step back, like, the the training leaning leading into this trials like i mean obviously it i I would imagine it was much different you know physically and mentally for you like how would it how did it change you know leading into this race uh for you as opposed to like your normal build-ups
1: um like much less volume sure (laughs) Um, yeah yeah yeah.
0: i would think so Yeah.
1: yeah like i've been up in you know upwards of 100 and you know. 140 more weeks you know like mm-hmm. more like consistently in the 115s or something but like I was I didn't even come close, close to that and I had no intention to um, my basic basic bare minimum goal like once I was knew I was pregnant and stuff was like I want to mm-hmm. run the marathon distance a week like let's make a simple goal that like pending like my motivation level how tired I am like what I'll feel like when I'm 36 weeks plus you know like is it am I going to feel like okay running like
2: mm-hmm. to
1: have the the marathon distance so like that something to keep me like in tune with the marathon and like respecting the marathon but you know so running 26 and change you know miles a week or more but um that was the the main goal <laughs> like mm-hmm. so as long as I hit that like when I was having like a rough week or just like really exhausted it was like okay I hit 30 <laughs> like I'm good right and, right right I just have to hit, like, six miles tomorrow, and I'm set, but... Yeah. (laughs) uh, And it was funny, because, like, I would run, like, maybe, like, every other day, or, like, I I joined a gym just to, like, do, like, Mm -hmm. supplemental training instead, like, you know, bar classes or Pilates, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I've never really done. Like, I've done one, like, a couple of classes with my one good friend in in Atlanta, Janelle, and, like, Mm -hmm. they're fun, but it was never, like, a oh, I feel really fit after that class, you know?
2: Right, right, Uh, right.
1: But...
0: I feel like it's size. always so hard to, to feel like you, like th- doing the level of training that you've done then to like jump into like the cross training realm. It's like always so hard to like feel like you got like a good workout after something like that, you know, even yeah. though it probably works systems that you may not have touched, you know, in a long time, but, um, I mean, but no, it's always fast, hard.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the tiniest, like intrinsic muscles and like, you're like, "Oh, I I've, I've never used this." And like, and like right. it, it does burn. You're like, sure, "Okay, I'm I'm not that strong," like, you right.
0: know. <laughs> It'll expose you real quick,
2: you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but uh yeah, so uh, I mean, I'm happy to run with like the BAA's, like the open mm-hmm. team, like Um, and I would always have like a Sunday long run. So like sometimes the bulk of my mileage for the week was like coming from that long run. Just the one run. Sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Like, Oh, I got 13 miles in. So as long as like, I got a couple of miles in the other days, like I'm set, but sure. uh, Yeah. yeah, And they were, they were just, I would go with the flow. and like how it was feeling, you know? So like Mm -hmm. the earlier, you know, first trimester, second trimester, I was able to like, you know, fluctuate with like what I was doing and still run like decently fast runs. Like,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: like, especially while we were kind of like, not hiding the pregnancy, but like not telling mm. people. Like, sure. I was yeah. still able to like cruise through some runs, like you know, mm. do like a fourteen, fifteen mile run, like averaging like sub six thirty or whatever. Like I was like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm pretty um, fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still like, got no this. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that, wild.
1: That, that came and went pretty quickly. <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. from like a from like a medical and safe perspective, like did you like talk to like a doctor medical team and like let them know like at what level you trained at normally or was it just like hey they they like didn't know you from the person walking along the street that might hit the treadmill and jog a mile or something like that
1: i mean i'm who am i you know like it's not like i'm gonna go to a hospital and they're like oh my god you're famous like like, yeah they had no idea um i didn't tell like my, my medical team, like, mm-hmm. you know, medical, I doctors, like, what I'm, you know, I'm my background, do they yeah. know it was, like, kind of, like, Olympic-level contention? Mm-hmm. Not quite, but I was, like, I am sure. really, like, I, I plan to do this, and also my mindset, too, wasn't, like, I'm still training really hard. Yeah. It was, like, I'm, I'm, I care to run. <laughs> like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. go crazy, but I'm, like, I, this is my background, and I still want to do this, and, like, originally I had intentions of, like, trying to run a full marathon like that was like man mm. nah, nah, they're just kidding but like um so yeah they were like there's no no harm in doing any of that." like you sure. know, as yeah, long yeah. As you're like an athlete a runner before pregnancy like that's really natural for your body so like you're used to it and like you know your body knows what to do it's not like a new mm-hmm. stimulus
2: and then yeah. add a baby
1: into it but like right, right. So not like the um the go ahead like the green light the whole time and even like yeah. when i told my midwife like I had, like, mm-hmm. a doctor's appointment, like, the Tuesday after the trials or something. And I told her, oh, yeah, I'm at 18. And then she was like, why? Like, you know, it was, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, disappointed in me that I didn't finish the race. Right.
2: <laughs> she was just. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: she was like, did you feel okay? Like, why, why did you stop? I'm like, oh, I felt mm-hmm. fine. I just, you know, just out of safety. And she was like. Sure. Okay you
2: know?
0: Yeah. But, I mean, it did start to get pretty, pretty warm. Like, I don't know how you felt out there. I think it was very strange, like being in Orlando and I was like in the shade at one point and I'm like, Oh, it's like kind of nice. And then when we were watching the finish, we were like standing right in like that stretch where it was just hot black asphalt. I'm like, Oh, this is kind of tough. This is, there, there might be some, some rough days for some people out there. <laughs> I don't know if you felt like the the effect of the heat or anything like that for yourself.
1: Yeah, but, um, in the second lap but like just seeing like the carnage of of men mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like they were on their third lap i was like that's the lap that really slaps you in the face you know like right right i was like i, I don't need to do that <laughs> right, right, right
0: so um you know i did a I did a little bit of uh digging on the internet which is uh always a, a dangerous thing i would say but in this case it was more heartwarming i think than anything so um yeah, I'm just gonna kind of read a couple of uh, Instagram comments that uh, came across your different posts, and I just, uh, you know, just want to get your little bit of reaction to some of them. So, um, so one individual commented, uh, "Showing other moms to be that you can still do what you love. Uh, thank you for reminding us what we're capable of. You inspired generations of people on the course. It was one of those, and it was one of the most inspiring moments." And then lastly, you're an inspi- uh you're so inspiring, my friends and I watched with tears in our eyes as you ran last weekend, so as I read those, how does that make you feel
1: like it like just warms <laughs> my heart like and soul, you know oh. so um you know like again like I didn't know what I was necessarily getting myself into mm-hmm. and like the example I was setting, but like hearing these words, it's like, yeah, like that is the message we're sending, and like you know, the the women, the mother runners that have come before me, like doing the same thing. But I guess like doing on like this level of playing field, like at the Olympic trials where, you know, maybe more fans of the sport are there. And like
2: mm-hmm. Orlando
1: did a fantastic job of like having fans out there. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they haven't seen it that much, but like,
2: right. yeah,
1: people were just like in awe. And I'm like, I'm happy to send that message. Like, yeah,
2: it, mm-hmm. like,
1: I don't know who I'm going to be when I'm like making a mom, you know, like Mm -hmm. do I have to lose myself? But like, this is a nice way to show like, no, like you don't have to lose yourself. You could still do the Mm -hmm. things you like to do. You could find a way to like blend them together to make it like a nice medium. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, like showing women, like, don't be scared. Like you can do this. And you know, as long as you're being safe about it and, you know, listening to your body, that's the big thing. And I think Mm -hmm. As runners, you're supposed to be like pretty like intuitive, you know, with your body, like yeah. knowing like, you know, when you're doing like a fart, like workout, it's an effort based situation, right? Like you've, we've had years of training to like know what your body's feeling versus just like mm-hmm. being glued to like what your watch is saying, like some silly number, mm-hmm. you know? But, so yeah, I think just showing that to women, like, and people that like, Hey, Go out there and do it. Like mm-hmm. you know, don't be scared. And like we are strong. And you know, mm-hmm. do what makes you happy. And find a way to like inspire yourself too.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. Um, <clears throat> so, you qualified for four Olympic marathon trials in in your in your history, and your top finish was seventh in 2016. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the year of the heat in LA. There was also a lot of carnage that day. <laughs> um, you think we'll see you make a stab at a fifth trials? I know there's a lot between now and then. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. We'll see. Like, mm-hmm. I have to see what, what motherhood brings. And, you sure. know, like, you know, I might pop it a second one out in that time from don't know. Right. Like, But um, I, w- I would like at least to, like, maybe have a comeback season and hit the qualifier and see what, sure. what, what I, you know. Um, yeah. But that's, I, I don't know if I'm dreaming, but, you know, like. Sure. Um, Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good, good motivator at least.
0: Sure. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean, it looked like just kind of looking back over the last couple of years for, for yourself, like you had, um, hell of a end of 2022 into early 2023. Um, so I did want to kind of touch, you know, briefly upon that with you. Um, I know in late 22, you did three marathons, right. With all within 30 days. Yes. Which is wild. <clears throat> and then the final one on that, you ran a PR, <clears throat> correct? Like the and CIM. Mm-hmm. So you so you did um, New York, Philly, CIM, which you ran to right? As a PR. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: What <clears throat> What motivated you to do that? I'm sure you get that question often.
1: Yeah. Um. I it just kind of happened. Like I don't know yeah. if I'm like just a spontaneous kind of person, but like. Uh, <laughs> Basically, like, I don't know. I, I want to say, like, part of, like, New York was, like, I wanted to, like, crush New York. And, mm-hmm. like, that could have been the end. You know, like, if sure. I wanted to hang yeah, up yeah. the shoes, like, that's where I was. I was moving up to Boston to be with Matt, start, like, a full-time career up here. And I just didn't know, like, could mm-hmm. I keep going and, like, what what was going to look like, uh, like, without, like, a team, without a sponsor or whatever. So, and then like I bombed it like it was like so bad um like not not one part of that like I think the bridge was good like that was it right, the
0: first bridge you're saying or <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so um, like Nyland island was pretty good and then once I entered like Brooklyn it was like not good anymore
2: <laughs> but,
1: mm-hmm. um so that was like a really rough race um I just don't know what like didn't line up like I was mm-hmm. really fit like really fit so I don't know if it was the taper, like whatever it was. I was
2: like,
1: mm-hmm. And like, I was just bummed. Like I was so defeated after that. I was like so emotional after. And mm-hmm. yeah, I I mean, I, I joke around with like this video that I took with Matt, like that I was like, well, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever do one of those again, you
2: know? Right, like, right, right.
1: And then I should post it, but I'm like in a towel, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so, and then, yeah, like it just, i mean colin Leake is at philly um mm-hmm. in philly marathon he jokingly i don't know if he was joking but he was like do you want to come to philly mm-hmm. and then i was like uh oh, that's insane you know and like, <laughs> i was like you know what and I, like it maybe helped me out of that like low you know sure like, yeah yeah right like, that'd be kind of cool and you know like um yeah, like I mean, I'll be going up towards like you know I have to go to New York for Thanksgiving, so I'll be in the mm-hmm. area. Like it just like things right, like, right. Me. It's like so I was like casually okay. be
0: in the area to run a marathon too, you know, yeah, just throw it like, out. <laughs> you know.
1: And then, um, yeah, like I was like, whatever, like what do I have to lose? You know, like, mm-hmm. nothing. Like if it if it goes off, like early, I just could call sure. off, you know, like drop mm-hmm. out or whatever. And then I just had like the most fun. There was like literally no pressure, um, mm-hmm. and I was like kind of. You know, home ish. And so it was like I had like some support there, lots of people who knew me, whatever. It was just fun. And
2: mm-hmm. again, like
1: no pressure. And then CIM was started as a joke. Like if you look at my social media post, it was like, you guys, what do you think? <laughs> Should I do CIM in two weeks? <laughs> my coach was like, what are you doing? Like, right.
2: and
1: showed up there, like, surprise, I'm here. Sure. And everyone yeah, yeah, was
2: yeah.
1: But I think just like the fact that I could, like, take the load off and like just have fun and like, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy running for running and like just appreciate the marathon for like the love of racing, you know, mm-hmm. allowed me to have like like a good like a good race. I, I think mm-hmm. it was weird. I'll say CIM was kinda weird because I was like, I am at a US championship
2: mm-hmm. and I'm
1: not racing. Like I'm literally not here to race anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm just here for myself in this time trial. Like I want to
2: break mm-hmm. two thirty.
1: Like that was mm-hmm. kind of what it was. So it was weird to be like I'm going to let them go.
2: Like, sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna... Um,
1: mm-hmm. But, I mean, it worked out because I did what I wanted <laughs> and I still placed, you know, when I came in seventh, I think. So, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, just...
0: I think sometimes when, when you go into a race, like, with little expectation, like, that's sometimes when you end up having the most success, you know, because there's not, yeah. like, that that heavy, pre- like, self-induced pressure, you know. Yeah. Um, but you didn't stop at that... CIM, though. You came back and ran Houston. Yes, and then Boston.
1: So what was that yeah? Houston was what I think six weeks later or something.
0: Because that's usually middle of January, right? So like, CIM would have been early December, Houston, middle of January, Boston in April, Vermont in May. Yeah. Did I miss one in there at all, or no? I mean, oh, you yeah. went. Did I miss one in there? You went from January to April without running one, so I don't know. Did I miss anyone in there? Um,
1: I did. <laughs> I did go to Miami. Um, okay, it was in Feb-
0: February, like, I think, right?
1: Yeah, or like, it was like the very last week of January or or February, like first, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. um, that was because I thought I was going to maybe run the fifty k um, in okay. March. So it was like two weeks after Houston. It was like the same situation and. I was like, oh, I could do that. And um, that's good training. Like I love running races for training. Like I don't think mm-hmm. it's like you just keep coasting through the fitness you have. But that that wasn't um that wasn't as much fun. It was like hot. It was starting at like six AM. Like yeah. um so I think I came in third, but mm-hmm. um, it was slow because it was just like very hot. And um yeah, it was it was crazy. Like I literally started work that week. And then okay. flew down like Saturday morning and raced the, the next day, and there was just so much going on in my life. Sure. like
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, but, um, yeah that was fun. Um, I mean, I got to spend a day in Miami, and then I flew home and had to work the next
0: day. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. 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 Um, I didn't even
1: talk to workers. I was Like, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, nothing, nothing. Nothing exciting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know
1: <laughs> Going to Miami, like
0: to to run a marathon and and then spend a day on the beach, that's awesome. Um, so the 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 ironic thing I think too is, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is that you know when you were in high school and, you know, in college, you went to Syracuse. So, uh, a fellow B- big Easter, big East, uh, competitor, I went to Villanova, you know, a little, little while before you went to Syracuse, but were you at Syracuse when they changed from big East to ACC or was, were you there? It
1: was, I think the next year after me.
0: Okay. Um, but you focused a little bit more on like the middle distances, right? Initially. Yeah. So how yeah, did you was, come to find the the marathon from having like a history with like the middle the middle distance?
1: Yeah. Um. So basically, like I was, yeah, high school 800 runner, um, mm-hmm. which I was like pretty decent, but I mm-hmm. like like um I ran like you know 210 as a high school yeah kid yeah yeah. So as, as, um, as
0: got you to Syracuse and great program and you yeah. know so yeah.
1: Um. And I was like, yeah, whatever, like high school all American, whatever. Let me give myself sure. some boast over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, the Syracuse. Flag, thing, flag, like,
0: flags fly, fly forever. Okay. All American flags fly forever. You know, so it's Definitely all good. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but Coach Fox, like, was mm-hmm. kind of realistic It was like, you're not gonna be, you know, do anything in the 800. Like, um, so like let's let's shift to like more of the 1500, mm-hmm. like via a miler or something. Um, I I did like the thousand indoors and whatever. I to be honest i i really didn't have a good high uh, college career at all like you know i i was like um you know like i don't know i, I won like ac as a freshman it looked like i was gonna do something um, but <laughs> yeah like i don't i don't know like i just i think my problem in, in college was like i wanted to be good so bad that it like it, mm-hmm. it just didn't translate you know like i think mm-hmm. you put too much pressure on yourself but
2: it's like forcing mean, I was, it like, a little bit
1: conference and yeah, um, mm-hmm. I was at a conference in like cross and stuff, which could have been mm-hmm. like a good indicator that, like, maybe I'm more of a distance runner. Like, sure, right? right.
0: Yeah, usually middle distance runners hate cross country, so the fact that you yeah. actually excelled at it may have, yeah,
1: <laughs> like, where I, I was like, okay, I did okay in the conferences and stuff, but I never was like a maybe to like you know nationals or something and on the track, but mm-hmm. um. Yeah. So that was like disappointing, but um, I feel like it's all a game of numbers in college. So like mm-hmm. coach Fox had like, you know, eight distance girls already. Like, so if I could maybe score a point in the mid distance, so let's keep me there. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I, I don't know if I really wanted to like bump up, but like, I didn't know what I was doing, but anyways, so after college, like I basically just kept running because I liked running, and like suddenly hmm. I could run like road races and like make prize money.
2: Like mm-hmm. so, sure. yeah, yeah. So that, that's
1: basically how I paid for like rent in my like first <laughs> summer out of school, like and okay. I was in grad school. So like, you know, more five k's, road ten k's, whatever. Um, and then I ran like a, I guess I ran a fifteen k, which I was like, oh my god, that's so long. I'm, like, whatever. <laughs> but um, I did fine. Like it wasn't anything. <laughs> but you know
2: mm-hmm. up
1: up in like the Syracuse Buffalo area like you know I, I was still like the best you know mm-hmm. runner around so like yeah. whatever but uh, then I joined Stoughton and mm-hmm. I think so John Ayers was my coach and mm-hmm. was kind of like what what do you want to focus on um you know that was like that that March I think time frame where like I was like running some road races and they're like who's this kid like you know so <laughs> um but, yeah, basically, like, do you want to focus on, like, the mile still or, like, the 5K? Like, you know, like, that's where I was at. And mm-hmm. at the time, like, there there really weren't, like, a lot of, like, road mile opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was kind of like, why should I pay attention to that? Like, there, like, I can't, like, make money or, like, like mm-hmm. race a lot, you know, like, or unless I did track. So, like, we shifted to, like, 5K focus. And then it just mm-hmm. seemed like every every time I ran longer and longer distances, I got better. So um, it was like that first summer that he was like, what do you think? Well, about running like a half, like, I think you could hit the trial standard, you know? And
2: mm-hmm.
1: I didn't know what he was talking about. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: that sounds I mean, I good. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I ran like Boilermaker 15k, like in mm-hmm. July and, and I did really well there. And so that's where he was like, I think you should run Philly half in the fall and you could hit the trials um, standard. And i i was like, okay and then i did it's like
2: mm-hmm, sure right. and,
1: and i had like a bunch of my my teammates that like i ran really fast for, for then like mm-hmm. and they were like i don't think you realize what you just did because i was like oh, i hit the trial standard which was like 75 minutes back then and okay. i ran like seventy one oh three or something oh
0: geez yeah so you didn't just I run it like, you crushed oh. it
1: yeah, but yeah. I was like, Oh, dude? I, I, I hit the standard. They're like, No, you right. just hit the standard. Like you did something crazy. I was like, Right. You
0: like crushed yeah. the standard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's like, you know, pre super shoe era, you know. Right, so,
2: exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I, and like we weren't even training for me to run that fast. You know, it's mm-hmm. like John was just happy to have me like run. Like if I ran seventy four thirty, that would have been a great day. Like so when mm-hmm. I when I was running by him in the race, he was like, What are you
2: doing? And right. then he was like what? <laughs> But keep doing it. Like, right. You
0: know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just yeah. whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. It, uh, Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Um, so, yeah, I mean, how, you know, obviously, you've had a, a, a storied career on the track and then on the roads. Um, yeah. But from, like, the marathon perspective, like, how has that... How has the distance kind of changed for you over the years? Like, does it become a little bit easier physically and mentally for you? Was it ever in the beginning, right? You ran that half and and you killed it. Like, was the first marathon for you something that was like daunting from a distance perspective? Or like, how did you kind of process that?
1: It wasn't daunting. Like my coach at the time, I was in DC and like, he like just scared the crap out of me to be honest like you know so i like i did fine like but he was like you know if you go out even like a second too fast in your first mile like you're going to ruin your whole race you know like so i was scared out of my mind so like the first mile went out and like like whatever he thought i dropped out of the race because i was like so far back like Mm -hmm. from where i was supposed to i was also like in germany so like between the k's and the mile split like Mm -hmm. you know it just like i was a little off like and, like, so by 10K, he was like, she must have dropped out. Like, And, no, I was just, like, conservative because I mm-hmm. was scared. And, you know, I I, I ran fine, finished, finished. you know, felt really good. Like, it felt easy. And, like, I mean, I ran 233, but, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, had no idea what I was doing. And, like, my mindset then, I was just, like, immature or something and naive. And so, like, it wasn't like I felt like, oh, I've hit these crazy workouts. And, like, it translates well. And, I, I should I should crush it like mm-hmm. like it was kind of like I don't I don't know what I'm doing and like I know I'm fit right. <laughs> like, so um I think there's just like level of maturity that comes with like marathon mm-hmm. training and um you know obviously a lot of women now like you know are killing it you on know, their debuts but like mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more like resources and you know like things out there that can help you again prepare
2: mm-hmm. whereas
1: like you know, back X amount of years ago. It's like you kind of were just figuring stuff out by
0: yourself. Just thrown into the fire and, you know, just kind of, you know, learning on the go, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, let's let's chat a little bit. Because um, obviously, yes, you're a you're, uh, you're storied runner, everything like that, but you're also um, very accomplished uh, in your profession, too. Um, so you're an occupational therapist. Is that? Mm-hmm. I got that right? Okay. Yes so what is that because i that's never not, know I, when they say that like ot and occupational therapy what does your like kind of day look like
1: so occupational therapy a lot of people are like what is it? are you like helping people find a job and
0: right, like exactly no. i feel like that's what most people think that, that <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: So, yeah or they think
1: we're just pt with like a different word but um mm-hmm. it's basically like think about like your everyday occupation so like occupational therapists will help people whether it's like physical li- limitations where we're helping them like get out of bed and like perform basic everyday living skills like brushing their teeth and going on and off the toilet stuff like that mm-hmm. otherwise it, it could be like in in the mental health capacity so like mm-hmm. you know if they're mm-hmm. struggling with like a diagnosis like uh psychiatrically like um you know schizophrenia like psychotic behaviors um you know depression so i'm actually doing the best of both worlds so it, mm-hmm. i'm i do work on the psych unit and working with a lot of mental health patients and I really enjoy working with them, and then I also spend you know half my week like on the medical floors, so dealing mm. with a lot of like physical disabilities, whether it's stroke or like you know orthopedic injuries. but um, yeah, so that's where I spend um my day to day. yeah, um, I really enjoy because I relate it to like training in a weird way because I'm like, mm-hmm. at this point, I get to be the coach, you know, so mm-hmm. it's like you know, finding a way to like connect with your patient and you know find out how to like motivate them and like what's going to get them to like essentially participate in like their workout you know <laughs> so,
2: mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah it's yeah. an
0: interesting way to look at it it's like as like a because you know obviously you know you have such a long history with all different coaches but then now you're it's like a role reversal you're almost coaching mm-hmm. these people to like for their daily you know goals and activities and stuff yeah um
1: and so... i mean i have like i have like a liking to like the grumpy old men they're like my favorite right.
2: <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Somehow had to crack into there and be like, you know, I I got them, you know, so. right, right,
0: right. Crack that hard yeah. exterior, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so off the off the track and, and and road again. You do have a little bit of a Jersey connection, you know, with with Matt being from uh, North Hunterdon and and Princeton. Um, Do you guys ever get back to Jersey at all, or do you ever get to do any any running in the the Garden State or?
1: Yeah, we go like yeah. I mean definitely over the holidays, and we make mm-hmm. a little a couple of trips throughout the year. So um, yeah, yeah, we like to run on the Columbia Trail a lot, and okay, uh, yeah, and then just running. I mean, uh, the area is from is so hilly, so like yes. you'll get yeah, a good yeah. workout just like going on a casual run around the neighborhood, like right. <laughs> like, so um, yeah, like you could tell where he got his strength from because sure, right, um, right. Those hills are
0: no joke, yeah. No, it's definitely, and they're, I mean, they're you know, North Hundred always has a you know, very strong team, and largely because of those hills, I would think so, yeah. Um, yeah, but what, uh, I guess just to like lastly touch upon, um, you know, kind of the non running stuff, like how well, I guess not the non running stuff, but uh, you know, what's it like living at home with you know, two elite distance runners? Like, do you guys like? Are you guys your uh, uh, account of accountability of of buddies or whatever? Or how do, how does that relationship look like? You know, at home from a training we, and and
1: we try to be. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know. Like he he's involved with like his team, so he actually has like those set practices where like mm-hmm. I don't quite have it as much. Um, but we do try to keep each other accountable. Like, um, where like I have to tell him to like essentially do his like lifting. <laughs> like, sure.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: of a, a lazy bones with that <laughs> like, so um
2: yep.
1: and then he's he'll be the one who's like trying to get me out the door in the morning because i'm kind of slow to uh, slow to ride. Right. so like <laughs> so, um, yeah but it, it's just nice to be like why don't you get in the boots you like why don't you need to roll out you know just like mm. kind of giving that like extra little you know nag to like sure. do one of yeah. Those <laughs>
2: yeah
1: yeah it's just nice to like we're both very busy and like Mm
2: -hmm. other outlets so Mm -hmm. we
1: don't have like it's not this household that's like running 24 7 like -hmm. i feel like i feel like matt's like not quite like a runner nerd like it's like Mm -hmm. he'd rather nerd out on his like like science (laughs) sure yeah
2: yeah
1: you know so that's nice because i feel like we can't do it all the time with like the running Mm -hmm. you know so but it is cool like i mean we'll nerd out about like certain things or like you know, obviously I put Neil Rose on last weekend, you know, mm-hmm. so it was just like nice to like, it's not like, oh, we're watching track, you know, it's right, like, right. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, like it does help you to stay accountable and like, you know, to have someone support your dreams and like, mm-hmm. you know, really be in it with you is like really
2: cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, at that, at that level too, like to understand each other and to know like what each other is going through, you know, cause to trying to run at that level, it's so, Involved, you know, yeah, um, but yeah, even so like when it
1: didn't, mm-hmm. doesn't go well, like, I mean, you know, like, la- like the trials wasn't the best day for Matt, so like, to just give like a little bit of time to be like, hey, it's been mm-hmm. four days, like, are you ready to talk about it yet? So, sure, right, right. you know, just having that, you know, just general knowledge of like, okay, I'll give you your space, and you know, we'll mm-hmm. we'll dive into this, like, when I think you're ready, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, coming off of the trials, I mean, I think the the whole uh, running community is super excited. And then, you know, a week later watching Milrose and then, you know, uh, USATF, like national, you know, uh, USA Championships are coming up this weekend. Like, I think there's a lot of excitement. Yeah. Um, for yourself, who who are you most excited about, uh, you know, in 2024 to watch or, you know, with upcoming Paris and everything like
1: that? I mean, I, I have to say just watching the the, the marathon, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm like pumped for like the team that's going. So like, you know, yeah. I think like, I, I mean, of course, like I'm like a big track, you know, like viewer, but like, you know, mm-hmm. like the marathon is like, you know, that that could have been me, you know, like, sure. Right. So, right. right. On a, on, a, on a magical day but like you know um mm-hmm. so i'm i'm excited for that um and then yeah i well lo- i just love all the all the mid-distance kind of events too so like you know mm-hmm. like the 1500 and the 800 are pretty cool to watch but i do nerd out on like the 100 and the 200 like sure, you know, yeah, secretly yeah, yeah. the 200 is my favorite event of all time so like
0: interesting wouldn't have guessed that wouldn't have guessed it that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome oh yeah um like,
1: Total flex in the 200. Like that was literally like one of my favorite high school. <laughs> high
0: school events, so. Quite the range from the 800 to the 200 to the, from the 200 to the eight. So that's funny. Um, daily from
1: the 200 to the, to the 5k, um, in high school. So uh, <laughs> oh my that gosh. was
0: pretty. Awesome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one kind of final thing with, um, you know, just from, like, a U.S. distance running perspective, I mean, the depth is insane. Um, you know I mean? Just, like, prime example, you know, just doing some digging around, like, you know, Matt, for example, in the last trials, right, he was coming in with a PR, I think, of, like, 211 and was, like, maybe had the 8th fastest time, and now he ran under 210, right? He nine 209 and change, and he was ranked, like, 12th leading in. Like, and we see it on the women's side, too. Like, I would be really interested to kind of just get your, like, opinion and take on like that depth and like what's contributing contributing you know to it
1: I think it's fantastic for the sport mm-hmm. you know like i think i mean you know just to have like people being more competitive and figuring out how to train at an- another level and be like more like competitive with the other countries is mm-hmm. fantastic you know and like i think the men have a little bit more catching up to, as far as like dipping into like you know like Potentially beating certain people like, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, at a world stage. Um, I think the women are getting closer and closer and like cutting Mm -hmm. down for like, you know, like reaching the American record here and there and like, you know, getting closer to what other women are doing and men are a little bit behind. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just so great for the sport. I don't. it shouldn't scare people. It shouldn't be like a deterrence of like. Mm why should I bother? Like I'm not anywhere as, you know, like it's just getting harder. Like that's, that's the cool thing. Like, and if you could put your nose in it with like a competitive field, like then you're doing it, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's great for this sport. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'm like, okay, good thing I was in it <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 10 years ago.
0: <laughs> I feel like I look at I look back on it then. And, you know, I was like, oh man, good thing I was in like high school when I was, cause like now it's like the i mean the depth is you know it's from the pro level all the way down you know all the way down to like the high school stuff where you get you know on the boy's side it's a couple kids breaking four every you know year it's it's absolutely wild um but uh but cool so i'm like what
1: was i even good like right exactly
0: like you have to like do that you're like (laughs) i was good for that time like everything comes in era. but then i also feel like it's like when I was back then and then you had like the older guard that was like, Oh, the tracks are new or like you guys have better spikes. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't really care about that. You know, like it's hard to,
1: right? you know, like super shoes make a difference. Super spikes make a difference. So, you know, everything is with a grain of salt, you know? Like, right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You would have run like too flat had all that stuff been, yeah, uh, you know, course. I mean easily. I've
1: like, <laughs> been like a sub two girl, like, for right, sure. like. Right.
0: <laughs> Oh, i want to
1: you with like a 228 like easily
0: like, easily, <laughs> easily. <laughs> um cool well before uh before we let you go i got uh you 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 got time for like a little bit of a, a lightning round got a couple quick sure. questions for you um really h- hard-hitting journalism here um so just a couple questions for you so uh at this point, you know, you've raced uh, you know, countless races and marathons and everything like that. If you had to pick one race that was your favorite because of atmosphere or course or time, what what would that race be?
1: Oh, um, I would say well, besides the trials that I just experienced at mm-hmm. like a, a non competitive point. Um sure. it it oddly was still New York. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> like i think just the hype of being like a new york girl that was like mm-hmm. racing in new york but um yeah and yeah but uh yeah i would say new york new york okay yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um all right are you more nervous for yourself to race or for you to watch Matt race
1: watching Matt.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah it's just- you think you're like gonna get like get out of jail free kind of card, like without <laughs> nerves and anxiety, and it's like the, it's like worse. So <laughs> you like, <Sure>, okay. right. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Um.
0: So you've trained a number of different places, you know. So you were you were with Atlanta Track Club. Um. You know, Obviously, you were in New York. Um. Now you're in Boston. You've done uh, stints in Kenya, and New Mexico. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um. So if you had to pick one place as your favorite
1: oh i'm just gonna go it's like out, outlier um home home so okay
0: we'll go with that yeah
1: <laughs> I, the explanation of that is like going to cool places is cool but it i just miss being home and it's like sure. you're not in your 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 atmosphere like you have to start over it takes like a lot of work like to find like a safe like massage person or like a gym mm-hmm. or like just running routes like it's just like a bigger headache than necessary and like just takes you away from like reality and yeah I just like being home so sure. um you know that's that's my favorite training location whatever home is
0: sure that's awesome um <clears throat> favorite workout and why
1: <laughs> I like repeat k's uh um, okay so like if it's like 10 to 15 by a k uh, I think it's like a perfect distance and you you can kinda of, you you can run fast but you know, um you get into a rhythm and yeah, I, I just like it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so final question for the uh the lightning round. Um This might be a hard one. Uh your Mount Rushmore of women's running.
2: Ooh. I know. <laughs> hmm.
1: Well, I mean I was in the 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 time frame of like you know Kara Dez mm-hmm. Dina you know so those are my people you know yeah um, yeah, yeah I guess the, the better I...
0: question is who who did you look up to you know yeah one of those yeah yeah
1: so yeah I mean and I still kind of do like, sure you know, yeah, so, yeah 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 I mean it was like yeah that I was the like, vibe like when I but in 2016 it was or even before that like 2012 mm. I was like, look, looking up to Shalane Kara Dez Mm-hmm. Dina like all of those people and I, I still have a lot of respect for those women
0: sure yeah, yeah. alright so I got one final question for you before we let you go and it's a little bit of a curveball uh, so you can take time to think about it we do ask all of our guests it um, since we are a running store if you had the opportunity to name a running shoe after yourself what would that name be and why
2: huh <laughs> okay. Um, if
1: I had to name it after me, okay. Um, I mean, it would be something like Criff, you know, like "sure, CRIF yeah,
2: yeah."
1: CRIF, you know, right. like neutral shoe, like but it has mm-hmm. like good support for your Achilles and like, um, you know, like a soft heel cup so it doesn't hurt. Um, right. and be, like the the criff ride 2000 or something
0: two thousand yeah <laughs> everybody always throws a number on it for just like no reason it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> so i like it the criff ride to uh 2000 oh, awesome well all right megan well this has really been a lot of fun um, yeah, I appreciate you taking some time, you know, out of your busy schedule. I know you got a lot to balance with, uh, you know, work and and running. And I know you're still at it. Um, Strava doesn't lie. I still see you, you know, uh, uh, putting in the miles. Uh, even a, a race the other day or a fun fun run the other day. I think you did. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I went dark for a while because I didn't want people to un- like be like, why is she running right, eight? Right, something? right. Like, sure. <laughs>
2: okay oh my but gosh it yeah, went
1: dark
2: a little bit wasn't quite quite like the trials
1: i'll say that no so definitely
0: like, definitely like,
1: maybe i'm
0: done with racing for him <laughs> right. <a little> <laughs> well um you know i want to wish you the best of luck you know with the uh the new little one on the way and um you know we can't see we can't wait to uh to see you back out on the road soon um you know but before we let you go um you know you want to let people know kind of where they can they follow you socially and everything's a could follow your journey.
1: Yeah. My big thing is, um, Instagram. So, okay. you know, I'm trying to be a little bit more um, active there. Sure. For, yeah.
2: Yeah. For,
0: so yeah. That's yeah. Awesome.
1: It's the best, the best way to get in touch.
0: Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time again. And, uh, you know, looking forward to catching up soon.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was All fun.
0: Right. Definitely. We'll talk soon. All right. Alrighty, Runner's High fam. So that'll do it for this episode of our What's Inside the Box podcast. Again, I want to thank Megan for jumping on and giving us some of her time as I know she is a very busy individual. And before we sign off, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with family and friends. And let's keep this thing rolling. Until next Tuesday, this has been another episode of What's Inside the Box presented by Runner's High. Thanks, y'all, and we'll catch up with you next week.